0: You are listening to The Ingenious Podcast, where God's word is shared to build undisputed champions and mighty redeemers. This message is brought to you by The Ingenious Network. Enjoy the message.
1: We thank you this evening. We are grateful for another opportunity to be in your presence. We ask, precious Holy Spirit, I have your way with us. Let your name be glorified even as we talk about the work of ministry we ask for a special understanding of the holy spirit lead us in the way everlasting amen so as i said this evening we are still talking about our journey upwards and so far we've been we've talked about the journey upwards itself under the journey upwards we've considered embracing the uncommon and embracing the uncommon we've talked about embracing the uncommon god the uncommon jesus christ the uncommon holy spirit and the uncommon life now after this we started a new phase where we are considering the journey upwards but then talking about the work of ministry the work of ministry we are picking it up today and we are talking about ministering to the Lord. So knowing Jesus then brings us to the place where we are able to minister to him. Knowing Jesus brings us to the place where we are able to minister to him. To understand what it means to minister to the Lord, we are going to start from Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse number 8. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse number 8. That this is about the Levites. Now God says concerning the Levite that at that time, the Lord has set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister to him, to minister to him and to stand before him to bless his name, even unto this day. Uh-huh. So at that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord to minister unto him. And to bless in his name. Are you reading it? To bless in his name unto this day. So uh you from this point, remember the old always gives us the, the type, and the new testament gives us the substance, and so the typology or the shadow or the example or the blueprints that God used the tribe of Levi to tell us is that we must first be separated and separation as we have also explained is a component of embracing the uncommon it's a component of so it means that wherever we go if holiness separation for the levite is a separation onto consecration and holiness so you have to understand that whatever we are talking about it is holiness that is the central theme so when god has brought us into the place of his holiness by his spirit then he he now brings us to the place where we can minister to the lord so the key word is that to minister to the Lord, we have to first understand that we are separated that is we are consecrated that is we have embraced the uncommon life and then the other one is that we are supposed to bear the ark of the covenant to bear the ark of the covenant that is to carry christ in our heart. to carry christ in our heart that is going to only be possible through the study of the word through prayer and all the five things we talked about previously and that we are also to stand before the lord to stand before the lord and that is how we are going to minister <laughs> Now, when we think about to minister or a minister, nowadays we see in our time a lot of people call themselves ministers of the gospel. But what does it mean to be called a minister? When you look at a biblical text from the Old Testament, you realize that whenever we talk about a minister, we are actually talking about a person who serves a master, a person who serves a master. And here we we can talk about Joshua, the servant of Moses. And when you read the word "servant," there, what it actually means is that Joshua ministered to Moses. He saved Moses. We see this in Exodus chapter thirty-three, verse eleven. Then also another reference is to Elijah, the servant of Elijah, where we hear that Elijah poured water on the hands of Elijah. It, it, this is found in second kings chapter four verse forty three You realize that elisha saved Elijah, so that is what it means to be a minister, one who serves a master. It also refers to an attendant an attendant. When I say an attendant, I mean an attendant in the court of the king and so in second chronicles chapter twenty two verse eight, a story is told of of jehu when he goes to kill the descendants of ahab and you find that there is one tribe that were found in the in the in the in the palace that were ministering they were ministering so he says that and it came to pass that when jehu was executing judgment upon the house of ahab and found the princes of judah and the sons of the brethren of Ahaziah that ministered to Ahaziah so he slew them so it means to be an attendant it means to be an attendant so remember a minister is one who serves a master a minister is one who is an attendant to a king or is an attendant in a royal court or when, when, when we look at another uh um, reference that is uh in terms of the priesthood uh it refers to how the priest attended to their duties to god how the priest attended to their duties to god that is they performed their roles assigned to them when we look at the book of leviticus how moses by the spirit divided the work of the tabernacle to the priest that is what it means to be a minister we can see references of this in jeremiah chapter um, 33 verse 21 jeremiah chapter 33 verse 21 uh, i want to read it quickly so that it makes a bit of sense it says that then also my covenant with david my servant may be broken so that he shall not have a son to reign in his throne and my covenant with the levitical priest my ministers so you realize that god calls the the priest his ministers and yeah, his ministers is because they attained to the duties of his house they attend to the duties of his house now under the greek context that is when we look at it in light of the new testament when we say somebody is a minister what he is is a, a subordinate public administrator such as a magistrate so to the greek or when we look at it in the times of jesus whenever you read about somebody was a minister what they were talking about was somebody who was serving in the public capacity as a magistrate then also it actually refers to somebody who is a personal uh, assistant a personal assistant to a superior a pa when we say somebody is a minister what actually the reference in the new testament is to a pa a personal assistant so having said this how do we contextualize ministering to the lord ministering to the lord involves waiting on the lord as in serving him by attending to him like a pa like a personal assistant will do ministering to the lord Involves on waiting on the Lord, as in serving the Lord, like the Levitical priest in the way they dispense their duties. In the context of a personal assistant, if I say it in that way, what does it involve? It means that we have to understand that a minister always recognizes that he is, he has somebody over him. A minister always recognizes that there is somebody over him or there is somebody over her. So, for us, what it means to minister to the Lord is to recognize the greatness of the person of the Godhead. To recognize the greatness of the person of the Godhead. That is to stand before our superior, who is the Godhead. We have to stand acknowledging the Godhead. Remember what the book of Hebrews says that whoever comes to god must believe that he is that he is now the second thing is that uh we to minister to the lord we have to understand that we are serving a government we are serving a government so it actually means serving the throne of christ to minister to him is to serve the throne to serve the throne is not the chair the throne is a symbol of his government now to appreciate this uh you are going we have to i will try and explain ministering in terms of prayer worship and evangelizing that it is a way that we can minister to the lord we can minister to him by prayer we can minister to him by worship that is as in the singing of songs of adoration spiritual songs and also evangelizing uh we, we you will understand why these three things to me forms the core of ministering to the lord to really understand what ministering we must look to the angels because the bible says in the book of hebrews chapter one especially verse 14 that the angels are ministering spirits so it means that if we want to understand what ministering to the lord involves we have to look at the angels anybody that tries to explain ministering to the Lord without considering the service of the angels will approach it from the wrong perspective because the angels are ministering spirit they are ministering spirit so how do angels minister to the lord or to make it even to me uh, so that I'll be able to say the things I want to say, I want to rather categorize it as heavenly beings. So, how do heavenly beings minister to the Lord? Well, the first thing is that they wait on God. Now, when they wait on God, what it means, what it actually means, is that they stand around His throne, either worshiping or waiting to receive instructions, or just surrounding his throne and having conversations with him they wait on god they are his personal attendants remember ministering means to be to minister is to be a personal attendant so when we look at the angels the one lesson we learn from the angels is that they wait on god how do we know this we can start from the book of revelation revelation chapter 1 verse 1 revelation chapter 1 verse 1 he says that this is the revelation of jesus christ which god gave him to show to his servants now remember his servants are his subordinates those who are serving him the things that must soon take place and he made it known by sending the emphasis is his angel it is not an angel It is not the angel it is his angel i don't know if you have ever recognized that in the book of revelation some people don't like reading the book of revelation so you realize that jesus actually has a personal angel that waits on him so this 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 crucial information jesus entrusted to his angel to come and deliver it to the apostle paul So they wait on God, and now another one in the same book of Revelation is when we go to chapter five, verse eleven. We realize that the Bible says that then I looked and and I heard around the throne the living creatures and the elders and the voice of many angels numbering myriads of myriads, ten thousands of ten thousand, saying with a loud voice, "Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, wealth, wisdom, might, honor, glory, and blessing." so what are they doing they are surrounding the throne they are around the throne they are around the throne um another contest for this is i'm going to say this and i'm going to um just i'm going to dovetail this reference of waiting on the lord to something that jesus said in the gospel of Matthew. it is very powerful but i also want us to look at daniel chapter 7 verse 10 uh we are doing teaching so please bear with us if the scriptures are a lot you need a reason for believing what you believe and what you believe you must have scripture so that you understand the weight of what we are talking about in daniel chapter 7 verse 10 he says that a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him thousands 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 ministered unto him and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him the judgment was set and books were opened so you realize that you see these angels attending to god by waiting on him they surround his they surround his throne and they minister to him they minister either by praising him worshiping him singing his praises singing his 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 the honoring him or they are just listening to him Or they are if they are not listening they are having a conversation with him now you also see them attending to jesus particularly in the book of ezekiel chapter one they they carry him about they carry him about they carry him about in ezekiel chapter one you see that these angels or these these what we call the the throne guardians what we call the cherub the cherubim or the cherubim as we call them the cherubim they attend to christ by being his personal attendant by carrying him wherever he wants to go wherever he wants to go so in ezekiel chapter one the man of god is describing the 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 cherubim but one of the what is of great importance to me it's where we start reading from verse number 23 downwards. It says that, And under the expanse, their wings were stretched out straight, one toward another, and each creature had two wings covering its body. And when they went, I heard the sound of their wings like the sound of many waters, the sound of the Almighty, a sound of tumult like the sound of an army. When they stood still, they let down their wings." And there came a voice from above the expanse over their heads. When they stood still, they let down their wings. And above the expanse over their heads, there was the likeness of a throne in appearance like sapphire, and seated above the likeness of the throne was the likeness with a human appearance. So you realize that these carry, those that we call the cherubim or the cherubim, they carry Jesus about when he wants to visit the earth they carry his throne on their wings and jesus will sit on it like a palanquin and they will take him to wherever he wants to go so they attend to him they wait on him now having said this remember jesus is about to die he is taken before pilate and pilate is asking him are you a king are you a king and jesus says in Matthew's gospel chapter 26, verse number 53. That <laughs> now the, the argument that Pilate is making is that you know I can set you free. <laughs> and Jesus is saying that if I want to be free, I will just ask my father. I'll ask my father, and he will send He will send 12 legions of angels. Wow. If I want to be free, I will ask my father. Matthew's gospel 26:53. And he will send angels. So, what Jesus is actually saying is that if I need my personal attendants to come to my aid, all I have to do is ask. All I have to do is ask. Because their work is to save the throne. And I am the king that sits on the throne. I am the king that sits on the throne. Now how do we know that if Jesus had called these angels would have come? Now remember in the temptation story in Matthew's Gospel chapter 4 verse 11, the Bible says that when the when the devil left him, the angels came and ministered to him. Matthew's Gospel chapter 4 verse 11 so we knew that what jesus was saying here in matthew's gospel 26 53 had a contest it was real he could have called for the angels and the angels would have come to rescue him when the devil left him the angels came and ministered unto him so the angels the lesson we learn is that the angels they wait on him they attend to his needs they attend to his needs they wait for his instructions another test that we are not going to read is going to be from daniel chapter 7 verse 10. the 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 other point that we can learn from the angels as i say as i said early on is that they take instructions from god they take instruction now daniel chapter 6 verse 22 daniel is put in the lion's den as we know it and when the king Darius comes and asks daniel are you still alive he said yes the lord sent his angel the lord sent his angel to rescue me to shut the mouth of these lions so you realize that what they do is that they they do the commands of god they keep the commands of god uh, we, we know this through all the angelic um, psalms when we read psalm 103 verse 20 he said that ye angels that hearken unto the word of his mouth the angels hacking to the word of god so they minister to us by they minister to god by obeying his his instructions we can also see another one um in daniel chapter 8 verse 15 to 16 i particularly love that one because here it tells us that even god when we are in confusion um the 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 Lord can command his angels to come and give us understanding. So, in Daniel chapter 8, verse 11, sorry, Daniel chapter 8, from 15 to 16, Daniel is in a vision. And in this vision, he has seen a couple of activities, symbols, mysteries that he doesn't understand. And as he is looking into the vision, the Bible says that verse he said and i saw the appearance of a man and i heard a man's voice between the banks of the eulai the eulai is the same as the tigris river which called and said Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision so you realize that they do the instructions of god even angels cannot by themselves bring you revelation or understanding unless they are commanded to do so and we can also see this when um, in luke's gospel chapter 1 verse 19 when gabriel the same gabriel appears to zachariah and he says that i am zachariah i stand in the presence of god i have i stand in the presence of god and i'm bringing this news from the presence of god why do you ask me how can this be so we see that one also there psalm 91 verse 11 It's another of the angel citations i think it is an important one so you can read it when you have time and i do encourage you to read it because it will help you the third one the third lesson that we learned from the angels is that they worship and make decisions with god they worship and make decisions with god now remember god is a king but god is not an insecure king god is a king that has a counsel god is a king, is a king that makes decisions with his heavenly council. he makes decisions with his heavenly counsel so when we read revelation revelation chapter 4 you realize that in revelation chapter 4 they tell us about in john's encounter he sees the 24 elders surrounding the throne He sees the 24 elders surrounding the throne. He sees the four living creatures. In fact, when you start reading um, from verse 4, he says that around the throne were 24 thrones. Seated on the thrones were 24 elders clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came uh, flashes rumblings, pearls of thunder before the throne were burning seven torches of fire which were the seven spirits of god and before the throne were and before the throne there was as it were a sea of glass like crystal and around the throne on each side of the throne are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind And the four living creatures, like a lion, na 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 -na, But the verse eight is what I'm trying to make. He says, and the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, full of eyes round each other, day and night. What they do not cease to say is, holy, 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 Lord is the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. So you realize that He has a throne, He has a council, and they make decisions together they make decisions together we, we see this same council in revelation chapter five when the Lamb opens the seal they begin to worship him that worthy is the lamb to receive in fact when you start reading from um verse 11 it says that and i heard around the throne the key word is around the throne the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels numbering myriads of myriads thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power wealth wisdom might honor and glory and blessing so they they surround the throne god has a council he makes decisions with them how do we know that god makes decisions with his council how do we know this The, the the one of the clearest example is in First Kings chapter 22 verse 19 is one of my favorite examples of if you don't live with a vision or with revelation you will die prematurely In First Kings 22:19 the prophet Micaiah sees a vision concerning Ahab and how God is determined to kill him so the god in this test the bible says that god asks who will go and deceive ahab for us so that he can die in this battle and he said hear thou the word of the lord i saw the lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left lest in the next verse and the Lord said, "Who will entice Ahab? Who may go up that he may fall at of Gilead?" And one said one thing, and one said another thing. Then a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord, saying, "I will entice him. I will persuade him." Then he, the Lord said, "How are you going to do it?" He said, "I'll go out and I'll be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets." So you see that. God is making a decision, but that this decision is being made with His heavenly counsel. So that is how they minister to Him by chipping in advice when the Lord asks for it. God is not insecure as you think. He's not insecure. He won't say that this one has a better idea than me. Let me kill him. (laughs) He actually laughs at when His creation shares in His rule right so this is one of the clearest examples that i really 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 love that i really really love so that is how the angels minister they 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 are part from verse one psalm 82 verse one he says that god has taken his place in the divine council god has taken his place in the divine council in the midst of the gods, he holds judgment god has taken his place in the divine council verse 1. god standard in the congregation of the mighty he judged among the gods so the this that is that is it so the emphasis is there then he comes you are god's sons of most all of you like men you will die and fall like princes and all that. But the ver the, the focus there is the verse one. God has taken his place in the divine council. So God has the angels attend to him by attending the royal court. The the not the angels but the heavenly beings or the spiritual beings attend to God by being present in the royal court to adjudicate justice. Then one of the things that the angels also do to minister to the Lord is that they seek to establish and expand his kingdom ensuring that all are subjected to his feet they seek to establish and expand remember god is a king jesus is a king and so the how the angels attend one of the ways they attend to him by ensuring that his kingdom is established and his kingdom is expanded how do we know this? We know this through Jude, Jude fourteen. Now, when I say Jude fourteen, I don't mean Jude chapter fourteen. I mean Jude chapter one verse fourteen. It's only one chapter. It says that it was also about this Enoch that the servant from Adam he prophesied, saying, "The Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones. They are the heavenly beings." heavenly beings so we they they minister to him now the word here is the saints but uh, the 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 the, the, if you look at the rendition is the holy ones now the holy ones is is when we look at the text from um uh, psalm 82 is also a reference to the holy ones when we look at um in fact one of my favorite hey i should be i should i should stop saying that so oh, god help me when you look at daniel chapter 4 concerning the waters is it that this is a decision by the watchers. uh this is a verdict or a decree by the watches and a, it is a decision by the holy ones so uh they seek to establish and expand the kingdom so they humble anybody who is proud who try to make themselves bigger than God, they, they, they will deal with you. Remember in the book of Acts, the Bible said that Herod started saying some wild things. He started saying some wild things about how great he is.
0: <laughs>
1: and the Bible said the angel of the Lord killed him. Acts chapter 12. When you read from verse 18, he said that he caused Herod to be consumed by worms. What they hate is for anybody to exalt themselves about Christ. Acts chapter 12 verse 18 to 25 you see that story there. they defend the kingdom anybody who goes to challenge the The Lordship of christ these these angels will not spare them, they will not spare them, they will fight them vehemently, they will resist them, and they will ensure that they don't succeed when we look, oh Francis, you are posting the thing it's like you have disappeared, uh-huh he said that verse 19 he said that 19 and 20 is of more more importance and when herod had sought for him and found him not he examined the keepers and commanded that he should be put to death and he went down from jesus and there he abode now when you read verse 20 he says that herod was highly displeased with them and he i want to be sure
0: acts chapter 12
1: Okay, so verse twenty-two, actually, verse twenty-two, verse twenty-two, verse twenty-two. He said that, and the people were shouting, "The voice of a god and not a man." That is the way. This is how they were praising Herod. This is how they were praising Herod. The voice of a god and not man. He says that. Verse twenty-three, and immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down. Because he did not give glory to God, and he was eaten by worms, and he breathed his last. So you see how Herod died. He 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 did not die before the worms came in. He saw himself, he saw his body decaying right before him. He saw worms eating his body. He was still alive. And after he had seen that he didn't he was not a god, he died. So these angels they would defend the throne of God they will defend the honor of jesus they will do everything to prove to you that jesus is jesus and so i so if you listen to some people who have had angelic encounters you realize that they will tell you that some of the angels they are not nice they are not nice crap (laughs) like when when god gives you a command and you are you are behaving some way uh, what they will do to you you know you will check so we also see this in psalm 68 verse 17 it tells us that the chariots of god are twice ten thousand thousands upon thousands the lord is among them sinai is now his sanctuary so god has an army in fact when we read Joshua chapter 5 you realize that there is a commander of the host of the army of god who came during the battle of jericho right to ensure the victory of um of of, of um of the israelites then also when you read um uh, second kings the story of Elisha when he was at Do- doham i believe uh, the bible says that they they saw their mountains surrounded with angels riding in chariots of fire so you have to understand that these angels they can fight and they will fight for christ they will fight to establish and expand his kingdom the the last one i want to talk about is that the angels seek to know or have a revelation concerning jesus christ <laughs> Uh, now now this one is a is a mystery this one is a mystery the angels attend or minister to him so that they will know jesus christ that they will have understanding concerning who jesus is you see (laughs) you will not appreciate how privileged we are because in among all creation it is only man that has that grace to understand who jesus is even the prophet of the old testament according to first peter chapter one when we start reading from verse 10 to 13 they tell us that they sought to to know what we know now (laughs) but they didn't because god said that it wasn't for them it was for us post christ we are the most privileged generation those who have been able to hear about his his resurrection actually but you see the angels also want to understand this mystery the angels also want to it says that of which salvation the prophet have inquired and said diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto us certain what or what manner of time the spirit of christ what was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of christ and the glory that should follow verse verse 12 and 13. verse 12 and 13. verse 12 and 13. francis slow wherefore get up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of jesus christ now verse 12 says that unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the holy ghost sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into so what do the angels desire to look into to whom it was revealed now remember what was revealed we are talking about verse 10 concerning the salvation which the prophet wanted to know concerning how the christ was going to suffer and how he was going to be raised from the dead and the glories that were supposed to come after so remember verse 11 said a certain what manner of time the spirit of christ so they want to know who this christ is they want to have revelation concerning this jesus and so whenever they are standing before the throne so you see that is why when when you look at the cry of the cherubim from the old testament to the new testament it hasn't changed their cry is still the same it is holy 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 is the lord god almighty the heavens and the earth are full of your glory what are they saying they are saying that uncommon 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 is the lord god yahweh elohim uncommon is yahweh yahweh aleion yahweh elohim who is the creator of the heavens and the earth uncommon 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 is the one that is seated on the sapphire throne there is he is a mystery jesus is a mystery in heaven (laughs) the lamb of god is a mystery in heaven and the angels are attending to him just so that they can learn about him they desire to have revelation in the knowledge of christ so i've said five things how do they how do we learn from the angels how do we learn to minister to god by looking at what the angels do they wait on god they They receive instructions and do what they are commanded to do they worship and make decisions with god they seek to establish and expand the kingdom of god by making sure that all rebels of the throne are 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 crushed and vanquished and the last thing is that they seek to have more revelation concerning jesus christ so what does it mean for us to minister to lord now remember what i said that ministering to the lord comprises of prayer worship and evangelizing now to wait on god is an activity of praying now remember what he says in the book of isaiah they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength so waiting on the lord is how we minister to him waiting on the lord involves fasting listening beholding him observing him thinking on him through prayer through prayer thinking on god so it is not a prayer that you pray that uh it's not that one waiting on god is praying it is more of meditative praying But you are praying that what manner of man is this what what manner of love is this what what manner of god are you how great are the works of your hands generation to generation they testify of your faithfulness they testify of your goodness you are the king of the world you are so you wait on him and you see you are not in a hurry remember we are doing the work of ministry but you are just looking at him, beholding Him. David said that one thing I love, one thing I have desired is to is to behold the beauty of the Lord in His sanctuary. So you are just beholding Him, learning to be in awe of him. You know the song that we sing, "I stand, I stand in awe of Him. That is what it means to wait on God, watching His move being observant watching him what is he going to do is he going to need something you see when you are a pa you are always looking at your boss that's my you are looking for the signals of your boss that's my boss need to drink water that's my boss need me to bring a report that's my boss need me to take something from him or to take something him you are always looking at him because he's going to give you a signal and that is what it means to wait on god in prayer you are waiting for signals you are waiting for signs so that you will know what he wants you to do so that you will know what he requires of you to do waiting on god is not just fasting and say no 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 you are looking out for the signals because what you are is a pa you are his personal attendant And so you are looking at how best you can serve the interest of your King. You are looking at how best you can satisfy him. You are looking at how best you can work so that his work will become easier. You are looking for the signal. So you wait and you observe, you wait and you observe, you wait and you observe, you wait and you observe. And you see, when you begin to observe the Lord, your heart will change. Isaiah said in the day that King Uzziah died I saw the Lord high and lifted up and he said and "Then I saw the train of his robe and I saw that when he spoke the thresholds of the temple were shaken, and the room was filled with 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 smoke he was just looking and as he beheld him he said I am undone I am undone I am undone so when you begin to wait you are observing, you are looking for his signals, it will affect your heart. It is a strange mystery. Somebody will ask, How is it possible? I don't know, but I know that anybody that has looked upon the Lord, it affected something in them. Look at the Bible says, in the, when you read the book of Revelation, that it, the Apostle John said that when I saw him, I fell on my face as if I was dead. I fell on my face. I fell on my face so when you see him when you behold him it affects you 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 know exactly what he is and who he is and as i said you are waiting looking out for the signals because what you are is a personal attendant the second thing is that as we are waiting on him we are waiting for the signal the signal is the instruction that is that is how you are going to know the kind of ministry you are going to do whether he wants you to be a singer or he wants you to be a a, a teacher he wants you to be a doctor he, no you are looking for that instruction uh you are looking for what he's going to command you to go and do as you wait on him you wait for his instructions and as you wait for his instructions you are worshiping because remember that the throne on the left side and on the right side is surrounded by heavenly beings and their job is casting down their golden crowns around that glassy sea and what they are saying is that holy 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 is the lord god almighty the heavens and the earth they are full of your glory it's it's you singing your hosannas it's you raising your in terms of hallelujahs as you are waiting on him you, you begin to understand how great this god is uh, because you will see that everything he does uh, it affects the universe in, in in peculiar ways that no being can do Then you see that by his movement he sustains the earth he sustains the entire universe so as you are waiting on the instructions as you are looking at the signals in fact the bible says in revelation that when 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 the incense grows and the angels gather it and they throw it to the earth The result was thunderings and lightnings but you see the most wonderful things he says that when you look upon god when you look at the sound he said that when you look upon god he dwells in darkness (laughs) god dwells in darkness surrounding himself with pearls of thunders and lightnings and you see god is not insecure in isaiah chapter one he said that come let us reason together so as you are attending as you are waiting on him he, he he invites you in he says that come let us reason together when isaiah was caught in this vision he said and who will go for us who will go for us you are going to hear something when you begin to minister to him you will hear something you will hear something he will ask you a question he will ask you what do you think about this he will ask you have you seen this you look at the visions of of ezekiel he says that son of man have you seen this judah come and look at the the leaders of judah they say that they are worshiping me come let me let me show you what they are worshiping he took him under the temple hmm. he will ask you questions he will ask your opinion about things he says that son of man can these bones live okay <laughs> ah, ezekiel said that oh lord god you know then you have to also understand that as as you are ministering to him, your ministering is your are ministering to a king who has a kingdom and who has had, received a command to expand his kingdom to the entirety of the universe. Remember the vision of Daniel. Daniel said that and I saw a stone that was cut not with the hands of man, and it came and it crushed the statue whose feet was mixed with iron and clay, and it crushed everything to powder. And the Bible says that, and it became a mountain, a great mountain that filled the whole earth. The book of Isaiah says that of his kingdom there shall be no end. So you have to understand that you are attaining to a king who has the mindset of expanding his kingdom. And he has committed resources to the expansion of his kingdom, so what did he do when he was going? He said that, "Go ye into the world, preach the gospel to all creatures, go and preach the gospel to all, go and preach the gospel to all nations. why Because he seeks to expand his influence he has, He has resources committed to this agenda. So remember, we said that being an attendant is also in relation to dispensing your duty as the Levitical priest. So if yours is to preach, preach. If yours is to sing, sing. If yours is to dance, dance. If yours is to create, create. But we must do this, everything that we are doing, the end must be that it ministers to the Lord. and the last thing is that we must seek to know him you see we minister to him when we ask him who are you tell me about yourself we are told that the apostle paul after so many years working with the lord said that that i must know him that i might know him when we read the book of Philippians, that i might know him that i might know him you see knowing him does not end here knowing him is an eternal activity it will take eternity to know him and you see the bible says that it is the glory of the lord to conceal a matter but it is the glory of kings to set that matter out God loves to be chased He, 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 he he likes he likes people he said that Seek and you shall find. Knock, the door will be opened unto you. He likes people who seek, who search, who knock. That is how we minister to the Lord. So you see, when we understand this, you realize that prayer, is worship, and evangelizing, in it is encapsulated. And all these five things that we've talked about that the angels do. And that is what the Lord expects you and I to do. When was the last time you saw a signal from the Lord? See, so many of us, we are so busy. We say that, even you see, the danger of those of us, even me, is that there's a the temptation that I can be caught up in activities you know about two days ago a testimony was posted on the page about how in the beginning of year in the beginning of the year whilst we were doing our first ordained fast that is around may somebody came in in the course of the administration by the spirit of the law we told the person who did not have a boyfriend or did not have any hope of being in a relationship this year that ask god for anything and the person said i want to marry and the holy spirit said i tell her that you will marry before december now how that was going to happen i did not know but it has happened but you see there's a danger for me to be caught in the frenzy of this moment and say that okay then uh tomorrow we are going to have a miracle service why are we having a miracle service did god say that should have a miracle service no it's because i've been caught up in the excitement of the moment that oh the lord has done it once again so now the lord has been doing a lot of things so maybe i have to escalate what the lord can do by doing a miracle service but sometimes he just want you to stay where you are wait on the lord they that wait upon the lord they renew their strength the key to being efficient being effective being very not being result oriented in, in concerning the work of ministries our ability to wait on god and as we are waiting like a personal attendant or as a servant someone who is serving the needs of christ what we are doing is that we are looking for the signals what does my god require of me what does my god want me to do you see this is what the angels are always saying That what are you commanding us today? do it should be our posture what are you commanding us today what are you asking us to do today what are you asking me to do today what are you asking me to pray about today what are you asking me to pay attention to today what are you asking me to think about today what are you asking me to look forward to today And as we wait, you see that we renew our strength, and we we are not wasteful in concerning the work of ministry. Beloved, there is a lot to learn from the angels, inasmuch as there's the angels are looking to us to learn about Christ. We have a lot to learn when it comes to ministering to the Lord when we look to the angels. As I speak right now, you see this is what waiting on the lord is like and as i speak now i I can perceive in my spirit (laughs) i can perceive in my spirit angels that are excited that wow somebody has seen this that we can also help humanity in the service of god they are they are so honored they, they feel so honored that we can look to them and learn of christ learn how to serve god learn how to serve the interest of god learn how to serve the interest of the throne learn how to serve his interest as a kingdom they are so honored they, they are rejoicing is unto honor it's amazing but our own. Eh, most of us are only to pride when the lord en- 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 a us a little bit we-, we become proud beloved this evening i don't want to drop this matter but you see ministering to the lord it's about it's it, everything we are talking about is still the work of ministry but you still realize that no matter how, where we go the focus is on the christ the focus is on his throne the focus is on his kingdom the focus is on his expansion of the kingdom do you know that when you tell somebody about jesus you are ministering to jesus (laughs) do you know that when you pray and this prayer the lord was telling me yesterday when i was meditating on this is that those who minister to the lord are intercessors (laughs) because you see when you come to the prayer closet you don't come with your your list of things that god must do for you you come and say that what do you want to achieve he said that when you pray you shall pray that my father or our father in heaven your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is done in the heavens what is he saying? He's saying that learn from the angels. Learn from the angels how to minister to the Lord. And so when you look at the angels, you realize that the angels are eager to see his kingdom fill the entirety of the universe. That is your that is that is your excitement for evangelism. And not only that, the Bible says that if you win a soul, you are wise. You are wise because you are ministering to the Lord. And He will reward you for paying attention to Him. Do you know that in the king's court, the attendant that is very observant and is able to attend to the needs of the king is the king's favorite attendant? Mm, yeah, is the king's favorite attendant. And so when and and the king will reward such a servant. So you see, the reward that you are going to receive for winning a soul, it is not just about the orientation of when I win a soul, I will receive a reward. But the focus is that when I, I, I when I go out to talk to somebody about Jesus, I am actually ministering to my king because his need, the reason why he came to die is that the world might be saved through his death and resurrection that he will reconcile all things unto himself so it is not the reward i am going the reward is not particularly or per se because i want a soul but the reward is because i pleased him i saw his need i saw his heart the bible says that god does not desire the death of a sinner do you know how much it pains god when we don't talk about him to other people. When was the last time you ministered? You see, because what we have we have done, oh, song ministration. <laughs> that is how we minister to the Lord. No, 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 it's not just about song ministration, it's about intercessory prayer. That you go on your knees and say that God remember Ukraine, God remember China, God remember India yes as i'm saying your school fees has not been paid but at that time what he wants to do is i remember <laughs> i remember one day <laughs> i really needed something and i was fasting and whilst i was fasting and i was praying all of a sudden the holy spirit impressed a picture in my heart of a young girl in a church in a catholic church Sitting in the pews, looking to the statues on the altars, praying to Jesus, and he said that I want you to pray in tongues and agree with this young lady so that I can do what she is asking for. And I said, Ah. And I said, How does this concern me? And you know the amazing thing. He said that this girl is in Albania. Albania ah. so i need you to talk to me about some things that are going on in my life yeah i said no at this time i just need you to agree with this young girl so that i can do some some things for her because he says that when two shall agree on a thing it will be done it will be established i said okay if you want me to pray and I agree with her, i i as I now i still don't know what i prayed for the girl for i only spoke in tongues to the point he said that it's okay it's done so you can pray for a strange land uzbekistan it doesn't even form part of your but that is what ministering to him it's not about you it's about him it's about his needs it's about what he wants to do it's about where he wants to go it's about what he wants to achieve and so we do that through prayer through worship through evangelizing and we we are able to achieve these three things when we learn from the angels by looking at the five core things that the angels do beloved this evening i pray that you have been blessed by this message next week we are going to start talking about the work of ministry but i've used this this week to lay this foundation that it's all about Jesus. It's not about the theme. Some people you are thinking about, you see, most people are thinking when they say ministry, for instance, some people here, when they say ministry, and God says that I'm calling you to be an usher in church, you will get angry. Do you know why? Because you want to be a prophet. Because that's that one you hold a microphone and same <laughs> you. That's the one you like. That's not ministering to the Lord. That's ministering to your ego and your pride. <laughs> ah, yeah, they are shyness. But when you understand ministering to the Lord, you understand that wherever he tells you to go is because he knows what is best. So he can tell you, be an usher. And you will rejoice that he has even called you to be an usher. Remember Hebrews chapter 5. No one has this honor unto himself unless he is called by God. <laughs> God has called me to be an usher. Wow. God has called me to be a cleaner in the church. Wow. God has called me to be a kindergarten teacher. Wow. God has called me to be a doctor. What a privilege. Oh, God has. You see, you are despising the work because you are not ministering to him. So you think that you are not important. You think that there there are some parts of the work, or there there is a, there is a more honorable side of the work. Well, there could be, but how do you define honorable? <laughs> According to whose standard? It's about Jesus. That is all the angels they seek to do they seek to please him they seek to make him happy they seek to make him smile they seek to make him dance they seek to make him rejoice that is what ministering to the lord is all about when was the last time you made jesus happy when was the last time you made jesus happy when was the last time your actions made jesus happy when was the last time your thoughts made jesus happy what was the last time your daydreaming and your imaginations, they made Jesus happy. it's about Jesus. It's about making Jesus smile. Can you imagine that your reading the Bible will make Jesus smile, that you wake up every day at a particular time and studiously read your Bible and you know that it is ministering to the Lord because it pleases him it is your way of waiting on him and knowing about him it pleases him that you are studiously, even though sometimes you are sleeping i remember i went for camp one time and bishop dag was preaching and you could see that the man has not slept for a long time and his eyes were red and you could see that he was just he was just he just put his back on the pillar and he was he was drinking coffee, or whether it was espresso—I don't know the kind of co- coffee he was drinking. It might probably be espresso. He said that he was doing everything to stay awake so that he could teach about Jesus to the people, ministering to the Lord. When's the last time you went beyond yourself for Jesus? When's the last time? when was the last last time you stepped out of your comfort zone for jesus ministering to the lord when was the last time when was the last time you prayed for your community when was the last time you even prayed for ghana because jesus desires to have you see some people we don't even understand how important ghana is in the scheme of things in the plans of god Mm -hmm. and so when people are bastardizing ghana you join the party to bastardize them blessed is he who does not sit in the seat of the scornful or stand in the way of the sinners you don't even know you don't even know what Was the last time you prayed for ghana you prayed for akufuado you prayed for kenofuriata what was the last time did you know that your prayer was ministering to the lord he said nah it can't be <laughs> You don't understand. You don't understand. When was the last time you prayed for your father? You prayed for your mother, you prayed for your sister, you prayed for an auntie, an uncle, a nephew, a niece, a brother, a sister, a friend. When, when was the last time you fasted for somebody that was not you? When was the last time? Did you know that doing that was ministering to the Lord? When was the last time? When was the last time you you spent time to cry for somebody that god appear in this person's life god intervene in this person's situation so that they will know that jesus only you are god only you can save only you can deliver only you can have life when was the last time when was the last time when was the last time you went beyond yourself and prayed for an hour, an hour or two. When was the last time? When was the last time? When was the last time you, you truly ministered to the Lord? Check yourself. When was the last time? The last time you prayed, what was your motivation? Was it because you were waiting on God? Where's the last time you stepped in the prayer room and said that I have no prayer topic? Holy Spirit, I am here to pray about the things you want me to pray about. When was the last time? ministering to the Lord. When was the last time you looked into the scope of time? and understood by the books that this was what god needs to do bible says that then daniel understood by the books that by the prophecy of jeremiah the time apportioned for enslavement in the land of babylon was 70 and that time had been completed so he knew that it was time to ask for the liberty and the freedom of jerusalem of the sons of god when was the last time you understood by the books what to do when was the last time you became a son or a daughter of isaac and understood the times and knew what you had to do to make jesus smile when was the last time your worship made jesus smile when was the last time that your son made jesus dance when was the last time every song you have ever sung this year when's the last time you just stayed there said jesus how lovely you
0: are
1: jesus how lovely you are you are so tender you are so pure you are so kind you shine like the bright morning star jesus 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 i am here to just acknowledge how great you are jesus the one whose face is like the sun shining in the in the full
0: potency (laughs)
1: the bible says that his face is like the sun shining in its full strength that is how glorious he is. We cannot look into him. We cannot behold him when he appears in glory. When was the last time you sang about Jesus? Only Jesus. Only Jesus. And I'm talking about that time that you needed a breakthrough. That time that you needed a healer. You said so that, you know, I might be in pain. I might be suffering. But today, Jesus, I have decided to focus on you. When was the last time? was the last time when was the last time he said that i'm going to learn about you i'm going to learn about how to love you to the point where you can be pleased with my loving you when was the last time ministering to the lord the psalmist said like the deer pants for the river so my soul longs after him my soul cries for the lord ah my soul cries for the lord When was the last time that your soul cried
0: for god When was the last time When was the last time
1: you know as i'm saying this i'm just reminded of my mothers who have been praying in Thakradi at the jubilee center when they lift the high praise
0: you are highly lifted up awesome god and this woman
1: can sing just one song for one hour they are not in a rush. They are, they are not in a singing competition. You see, you, you are a song ministration. You, you are a, you call yourself a minstrel. You call yourself a minister. You call yourself something. But in five minutes, you have sung ten songs. But I've seen my mothers sing just one song for two hours. You
0: are highly lifted up.
1: And they will stay there.
0: Awesome God. And they will stay there. And they will say.
1: And they are not in a rush to.
0: And they they will they will sing. You are terrible, so terrible in your ways. Jesus, you are awesome you are awesome in your ways
1: and they can sing that song for one hour because you see it is about ministering to the lord it is not showing my fellow man how many gospel songs even if they are whether they are gospel crowd we don't even know whether god calls them
0: gospel songs
1: of you you need to go and buy the uh that thing that the calabash with the beads on it and you have to shake it and you have to shake it and you have to come to that place that you can just sing to jesus just only jesus
0: you are terrible so terrible in your ways oh jesus you are awesome you are awesome in your ways you are marvelous so marvelous in
1: your (laughs) way then you pray in tongues and you are not singing any other song you are not singing jesus look upon me and have mercy on me you are not you are not singing jesus look upon my knees and give me a breakthrough you are just seeing jesus seated on the throne and circled by the rainbow he said that and he sits on a throne and circled by an emerald rainbow he sits in a sapphire seat he sits in a sapphire seat <laughs> on his left side and on his right side there are living creatures there are elders that cast down their golden crowns when you look upon the lamb
0: seated on the throne they cry you are worthy so worthy." in your throne you are worthy you are worthy in your throne you are worthy jesus you are worthy in your throne You are holy so holy your way You are holy so holy in your way you holy,
1: so holy Yeah yeah You see, it's it's not about a breakthrough that I seek, it is not about a need I want met. I just I am just acknowledging in my life that God is good. That God is good, that God is faithful, that God is awesome. I'm just acknowledging that He is the King of the universe, the ruler of all the one who sustains the universe by the word of his power and as i sing i see angels myriads of angels they join in the hymn of heaven
0: and they sing with me you are holy you are holy in
1: your ways i might not understand how you do your things i might not be able to and comprehend how you work out the things you work out but there is one thing that i
0: know that the angels agree with me on you are holy so holy. In your
1: ways there is no one like my God, there is no God like my God, He is not made of wood, he is not made of stones, he is not made of gold, he is not made of silver, ha, ah, he is not made of fire, he is not made of anything he is god and he is glorious he is light
0: pure light
1: and somebody will say what happens to me you see as i minister to him And when my God is pleased with me, when my father is pleased with my service, he will show me a token. (laughs) He will show me a token of his goodness. He will show me a token of his kindness. He will show me a token of his power. He will show me a token of his benevolence. He will show me a token of his mercy. When I have ministered to him and my God is pleased, he will do something only a king will do the bible says that and, and, and herod said that ask of me even to the half of my kingdom i will give it to you my god is able to do more than that and when her daughter had danced and it pleased if i please my god my god will do things for me that i cannot imagine ministering to the lord Mm -hmm. beloved time will not allow us to continue but i want you to understand that as we think about the work of ministry you have to understand that it is about him it is about him it can only be about him it can only be about his interest it can be about pleasing him it can only be about him 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 and when he pleases him when it pleases him, when it pleases him, he will pour out a blessing, he will give a command concerning us. When it pleases him, when we have danced, the Bible says that a David danced, he danced before the ark, he danced till oh, all his clothes came off <laughs> because he was ministering to the Lord. When his wife said, How can a king behave like this? The Bible said that the Lord heard, shut her womb, <laughs> ministering to the Lord. You see, when you minister to the Lord, somebody will call you mad, and by their utterance, God will kill them for you. God will take their position from them and give it to you because you ministered to Him. God will promote you because you ministered to him god will will give you an anointing a grace an insight a revelation that will change your life your entire community your entire family because you ministered to him he will command his angels to do strange things for you because you ministered to him oh i'm waiting for that day that i will minister to the lord so much that. When people come to my house, they will, they will see angels standing, not in the realm of the spirit. They are there. <laughs> I yearn for that day. I look forward to that day. I pray for you and I pray for myself that our God in heaven will help us. That the Lord will teach us what the work of religion.
0: God bless you for listening. Maranatha, the Lord comes.